Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It's July 3rd, 2019. This is episode 92. Checking in before the 4th of July. Um, some people might call it, you know, Thanksgiving of the summer. I know it's a lot of partying and like staying out and maybe even a little clout chasing in terms of like what rooftop you're going to go to, what party you're going to be seen at, what you're going to wear, what you're going to do, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to smoke. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I'm just inviting a little awareness so that I don't leave my body somewhere and just discard it as a carcass and um, just because I tend to do that when the weather gets warmer and people get more naked and I sometimes can't cope with just like being tied to like a flesh suit when it's humid Um, but also I just wanted to check in because I'm interrogating a few things that are um, surfacing, which is that last week, uh, writing had been going really well. I'd been on a two week tear of writing anywhere from a thousand to two to 4,000 words a day. And that felt really, really good. I was writing things out of order. I was writing chapters as they sort of like arrived. Um, I was not being super diligent or regimented about being sequential um, it was very stream of conscious and consciousness, and I was writing in a notebook longhand, and so that was interesting. Um, and then after that, I kind of, you know, like I wanted to punctuate that, and a friend of my um, partner's was in town from Switzerland, and they were on this microdosing tip, so I microdosed and we went to specifically LSD and we went to Dia Beacon upstate and it was amazing. Like I love that museum. I forget how good that museum feels on my brain. I forget how infrequently my eye is allowed to just like pitch really, really far distances, like uninterrupted. And I had that sensation when I was um, on vacation in Europe and I think I just like expected never to have that in New York. And so when I was in this museum and it was just like white space skylights and if you've ever been there, you'll know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, I, you know, I really invite you to check it out. Um, and I was so grateful and I was so scared, um, you know, I've talked about how a lot of my fears because I found my eating disorder when I was a young child and like finding comfort in food means that a lot of my most available or most um, pressing fears tend to be very base and tend to be very um, kind of juvenile in a lot of ways, like a fear of being cold, a fear of being hungry, a fear of being thirsty, a fear of needing to pee, a fear of being too hot, being tired, not having a chair, (laughs) being uncomfortable. Like they're all very sort of, you know, I feel a lot of shame around admitting to it because they're all kind of petulant and they're all really manageable. Um, But those are the fears that come up for me. And 
It's so funny because then the next day after I got back, there were some like delays on Metro North on the way up and back, and I was so, so tired. But a good friend of mine invited me out to Long Island to their house where the pool and at the beach and, you know, they've always been a really safe space for me. And so I was like, you know what, I am going to show up and spend time with this person who has very generously invited me. And it's been a long time since they, they've been able to hang out. Their kids have like a really active school schedules. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I went and I was so tired and, um, you know, because I had done LSD the day before, I was really scared about sobriety and everything like that and the way it would affect my my food consumption. And, you know, but then I was still on this kind of kick of like, well, you're on vacation, you've been doing so well. And so I smoked weed when I was in Long Island. And that just made things a little harder um, in terms of in terms of like hunger and snack and impulsiveness and compulsiveness and... You know, I smoked a bunch of cigarettes, drank a bunch of diet soda, got a real good tummy ache. Um, And it's funny because this is kind of the main part I wanted to share. It's that I really do hope that everyone can be mindful of their various addictions and the way they act out in times of like, you know, in times of celebration, like sometimes I find that my most joyful moments are the ones that I find most overwhelming and frightening and need to eat or like smoke or like do or like exercise or do something sort of compulsive over it. But, you know, as I was coming home, I just sort of felt this like really tidal just tension I was like you know the shoes got to drop like I did two bad things you know and it's interesting to see how I will couch that as like a bad thing like you know microdosing is bad you know smoking weed is bad you know all this stuff is bad and so I'm like looking and waiting for an equal and opposite reaction in my eating disorder or even in my food like I am waiting for punishment And that is what I really want to look at. It's like, you know, I pursue sobriety as it relates to alcohol because of the sugar, because that really wakes up my eating disorder in a way that makes it very, very unmanageable. And that's why I don't drink. And, you know, so the other, and same thing with weed, it's like the munchies I can't deal. Like I cannot make it even harder for me to manage my eating disorder and be honest about things like that and stay checked in and engage with my body and all these these other things. But I really do think that anytime I am not being hyper vigilant and in service and in action, you know, in in being like pious or good or whatever, that I think something catastrophic will happen. And I just want to say that I know that I'm more tired as a result of this activity. I know that I'm a little bit crankier because I probably just need to sleep more because that is the effect of like doing drugs on my system and I know that. But I also don't want it to be this like self-fulfilling prophecy or this like Like, I just want to believe in more 
like gray and I want to believe that the the universe and like everything that's looking out for me is not so fire and brimstone and not so punitive and I think I have to like which sounds so corny and like I, I really cringe saying this but like I think I have to like forgive myself for doing LSD and smoking weed before I can kind of proceed um and I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that um not that like you know like being messy or like doing things that sort of feed your addiction in different ways is good like that's not what I'm saying and like certainly if it if you are an alcoholic or um dealing with like a narcotics addiction or you know a lot of different addictions that are a little bit more zero or one where you absolutely under no circumstances cannot do it at all like not even a little ever but like food addiction and sugar addiction and bulimia is all in the gray and so with that in mind I just want to surrender how I'm feeling about things and not looking for ways in which I'm going to get fucked today and not looking for ways in which I'm definitely going to like um, mess up tomorrow because it's just too much pressure and so I'm like leaning into the fatigue I'm leaning into maybe not writing as much as I would like I'm not doing fuck shit with food like buying crap because like you know, tomorrow's a holiday and we're having people over, like, I'm leaving all of that well enough alone. But I do think that I need to reframe what it means when I have fun and feeling guilty about that. Because the whole point of me seeking recovery and seeking help with my eating disorder is that I can, like, have meaningful relationships with the people that I love and be engaged in social situations that are outside of my control that do make me feel uncomfortable because I know that joy makes me feel uncomfortable. I know that being seen with people makes me feel uncomfortable. I know that anything that isn't being holed up in a climate controlled dark room with the windows drawn so I can eat piles and piles of shit with shame and self-harm, anything outside of doing that sometimes is pretty uncomfortable. So yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I wish you gentleness. I wish you forgiveness. I wish you progress, not perfection. And if you are struggling, I hope that there is just a little bit of space where you can acknowledge that you are not your feelings and you are not your thoughts and that feelings and thoughts are not actions. Um... Thanks and have a good one.